Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Bye, bye, bye. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? <clears throat> Welcome along. It's the Melchester Odyssey, part 43, possibly. Something like that. Um... We are, in case you don't know, it's the best of Roy of the Rovers, the 1980s book, 208 pages of scorching soccer action, and we are about halfway through, I reckon. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit after the halfway point. It's the beginning of the 1981-82 season for Melchester. Um, first match in the second division against Barnbury City, and it says here, Roy was forced to bring on super brat Vic Guthrie after an injury to Mervyn Wallace. Of course, he's in. Uh, he's got a problem with Guthrie because Guthrie fucked off during the uh, the Scottish tournament, and he fucked off home. Um, but he's still in the squad. Uh, a niggling running battle developed between Guthrie and a City striker, and then Roy was faced with a grim decision. In case you missed the end of the last episode, the referee has asked Roy what happened. There was a coming together between Guthrie and the striker. The referee didn't see it. Um. And he's asked Roy, he says, well, well, Roy, you're, you're, you're the only person who had a clear view of the incident. Did, did, did Guthrie retaliate against Norton? And you're the most I'll honest... I'll accept whatever you say. The most honest person I know. So whatever you say goes, in fact, I regard you as more of the referee of this game than I am. I, I've been a fan of yours for 20 years. And I, I really would prefer you to, you know, you know, adjudicate on this matter if you could. Um, he says, I'll accept whatever you say. And in the background there... The uh, the Barnbury strikers just prone on the ground, rubbing his head while the trainer tends to him. And big fucking, fucking racy. He just says, uh, I know you will, ref. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept whatever you say. Course, I know you will. Yeah, of course you fucking will. I know how this well. works. You haven't got a fucking <laughs> choice either way. What racy says goes. And he has a think. To himself, the thought bubble coming out. Everyone shut up, including all you cunts in the stands. I need some quiet to think in. I'm going to have a bit of a think. Can everyone please be quiet? The whole crowd falls hush. Right, let's have, right, come on then, Racy. Let's have a right good think about this. Come on, come on, brain. Tell me what to do. <laughs> and he, he thinks, I've got to tell the truth. If I let my old players off the hook... How can I criticise other managers who refuse to punish football thuggery? <laughs> I mean, that that's that's almost an address to the nation, isn't it, yeah. really? 
Yeah. That's not just about this. That there's, is because it's a re- close up of his face as well, isn't it? Yeah. There's a lot of things like that. Um, as you know, I've been reading the seventies one as well, and they cover hooliganism in that a lot. Mm. And you can tell they always do this close up of him looking almost straight down the lens at the yeah. reader, and that's when he's yeah. sort of doing a kind of mildly pompous state of the nation kind of thing right <laughs> and in the one about hooliganism you can tell it's extremely topical to it's then that i wanted to research exactly what was going on in that specific week because it's clear that although he's commenting on what's going on in the cartoon yeah he's really talking about real life and he gives a lot of fucking self-important speeches on hooliganism a huge amount in the 70s one and he does it throughout this doesn't he and you always know oh there's something topical going on here yeah um and then he speaks and then everyone waits with bated breath and roy speaks and he says the referee guthrie retaliated all right ref it was a deliberate punch (laughs) 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 i've been arrested it was just, it was one of the most sickening things I've ever seen in my life. And I know the lad <laughs> plays for me, but oh my God, it made me sick to my stomach. And I will be encouraging the his victim to seek representation, legal representation, <laughs> because no, it's not on. You're scum. Ref, He's scum. Guthrie, you are scum. I'm sorry, but Ref, there it is. Is it possible? I don't know the rules. I don't know the small details. Is it possible for you to abandon this match now? <laughs> because I would be in favour of that. Just give us... I don't this know, is disgusting. Give us the three points on the basis that... Obviously, we, yeah. Obviously, we were going to fucking win anyway. And save us a lot of fucking aggro. A lot of admin. Yeah, admin, <laughs> aggro. It's all... Just say, right, let's call it a, a fair... A, round it up to 3-0. 3-0, Melchester. Let's all go home and try to calm down a bit. <laughs> Me and Blackie have got up the feathers, talk to some of the fans, take the temperature, yeah, you know. We, we like to say temperature of what the fan base are thinking. We'll have In a the co- feathers. We'll have a couple In of brandies. Snug. We'll have a couple of brandies. Nothing nothing more than that, you know, because it would be distasteful. Three, <laughs> maximum four brandies, right, large ones, then home uh, for chips because, no... It's best that we just close this chapter, right? Just just if you can abandon it now, we could be in there by, you know, 5.30 when they open. So and, I'm just saying. And don't forget, right, Dukes of Hazard starts about 5.30 on ITV. And I think, but I'm not sure, I, I asked Dave, who is the landlord of the Feathers, to record us Dick Turpin off our LWT. Because that, <laughs> annoyingly... <laughs> Starts just that bit too early for me to catch me and Blackie to catch it. I mean, it's Blackie who likes it more than me. Like you know, dressing up and doing all that, singing the theme song. <laughs> God, do you remember when pubs used to shut at three o'clock? Yeah, fucking hell. No, they do. They Bad. shut at three and then open again at. They open again at oh, five or six, yeah. something like that. And on Sundays they did weird closing times as well, didn't they? Half ten was last orders on a Sunday. I think it might still be. But I don't know. Can't remember if they were up all day Sundays. I don't think they were. Jesus Christ! How did we live? <laughs> I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this from a national lockdown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How did we live? Exactly. When <laughs> are we going to see? Full stop. When are we going to see on Twitter the first home pub that's been set up during this period? 
I mean, I'm sure people oh, have kind of, already. yeah, people have got kind got, of home pub setups anyway. You've but you've got people who have them, yeah, in sheds and stuff. But you also people are starting to do these video group chats on Zoom and everything, and they're all having pub nights. Me and my mates yeah. are having a pub night on oh, Zoom yeah. on Friday. Yeah, yeah. that'll yeah. be good. A little Get bit of a video manference. Yeah, exactly. Hey, maybe anyway, we should um, charge the cunters to do a video manference with us. With them, <laughs> exclusive, mm. exclusive. Five hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds each. There'll only be five of you, but we'll try and do one every day. <laughs> and and, <laughs> and we'll try really hard. And special guest <laughs> Ben off do out of Fats and Smalls, yeah. and he will yeah. close every manference with "Got to turn around." Yeah, can't say further than that. Gang, get in touch if yeah. you're interested. Yeah, we'll definitely try really hard and not just knock it out. No. There are you, then you can't. No. Yeah, what? No, well, we'll, we'll interact. <laughs> we'll interact with them. Well, we kind of will, yeah. Um, yeah, so, and then we see what actually happened, because we didn't get to see it in the last episode. There was just the suggestion of what had happened. Then we see the Guthrie punch, and it's a beautiful punch as well. He's got him right on the jaw. Mm. Um, knocked him fucking I, sick, he I, I, It's not a bad punch, but... His technique is quite poor because he's not thrown any of his shoulder or body into it. It's literally what I call an arm punch. He's literally mm. just, he's sort of... I mean, straight right, isn't it? At best, it's a jab, yeah, but he's not. He's standing square onto him and he's just thrown his fist up at him. But the guy, it seems to have had an impact. Well, I mean, so. he's not trying to kill him, Sam. You know, he's got just the job saying, done. I'm just saying that, that I'm not that impressed by the, the his victim because... That could have easily been blocked. It certainly shouldn't have knocked him as hard as it as well, it could have done. The thing is, first of all, it's a sucker. His punch. victim, it's a sucker punch. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, if he if he got himself into a boxing stance, he would have known what's uh, coming. It would have readied him for it. Yeah, and he could have defended him, but he's just took him there. Yeah, maybe. It's a it's a it's a pub car park punch, isn't it? Yeah, it is very much so. Yeah, and the bloke's <laughs> giving it oof. Bloke's got a little bit of a Liam Gallagher haircut going on there as well. He has. Quite handsome, has, yeah. I think, This um, the bloke he's punched. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the I things that's wound him up. There you go, pretty boy. <laughs> Not You're... pretty anymore, are you? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> have that. See if all the lasses still like you after this. <laughs> after I've rearranged your fucking... I know he's a cockney, but isn't he? I've rearranged your fucking boat race for you. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Welsh cockney, isn't he? We've decided he plays for Wales. Oh yeah, but even, well, but he's a cockney one like Vinnie yeah. Jones was. Grandma qualified me for that. Yeah, Grandma Mafanwi, <laughs> her name was. I never met her. <laughs> Dropped dead when I was still a baby. See. Still lived it. She lived in Wales all her fucking life. I don't fucking go to fucking I Wales. Going there. Jesus Christ, shit hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> the referee promptly booked Brian Horton, the City striker. What's he booked him for? Well, hang on, I can't go back. What happened? Antagonising. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. There was nothing. It was just a coming together. They clashed in the air. I think Norton's been very unlucky there. They get to get. Oh, yeah, they get booked. Nothing wrong with that. Um. um well, just going to say what Racy has done here. Joking aside about him wanting to get down the feathers early, what Racy has done is the most Lampard thing to have ever been done on a football pitch. <laughs> yeah. Grassing your own, yeah. like, going and assuming the role of de facto referee, right? Which would be the sort yeah. of, exactly the sort of thing I can imagine Lampard doing. 
Lampard probably ran up to referees quite regularly in his playing career and said, it's probably best you let me um, handle this because it's, it's, it's quite a complex <laughs> situation. It's quite a complex yeah. situation. It's probably best I handle how this is dealt with. And so he's appointed himself de facto referee and then he has effectively sent his own player, he's grasped his own player and had him sent off. Yeah, that's what's happened. Nothing yeah, you're more right, Lampard totally. than that has ever happened. There was a um, there was a story in one of the papers today, and I can't find it now. But it was it was one of the Chelsea players has got the hump a little bit with Frank Lampard's training methods, describing him yeah. as a bit of a sergeant major. Yeah, and Lampard's obviously got wind of our <clears throat> coverage of him, mm. and he's overcompensating, isn't he? He's trying too hard. Yeah, I'll show them who's who's a soft touch. Yes, now I'll take ta- it out of the training ground. Touch your toes. Touch your toes. Reach up high. Touch your toes. Reach up high. Repeat twenty <laughs> times. Now, star jumps. One and two and three. Come on, you at the back. <laughs> Basically, definitely I, overcompensating. I imagine his training sessions exactly like the morning fitness routine that Kenneth William does in Carry On Camping. <laughs> Come on now, girls, and thrust. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Lampard taking training, that is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Where are we? Anywhere. Fuck. We were going to try and get through this one quickly. That's not happening. No. Nah. Because um, next week's is going to be superb, isn't it? Yeah, it's the one we'll have to wait next week. To. We've got something big coming next week. Uh, yeah, Brian Norton, the city straighter, gets booked. No idea why. That needs overturning. Mm. Um, and then he dealt with Guthrie and the Lampards in the crowd have their say he's sending Guthrie off Roy has virtually sacrificed one of his own players mm-hmm. he has literally sacrificed him he hasn't like built a fire and yeah. kind of put him on it I haven't killed but, him I wouldn't I wouldn't kill and if anyone says that I am a killer then they're <laughs> fucking lying and they can speak to my legal representatives because that is not <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'll admit I don't suffer fools, but do I have it in me to end another human's life? No, no way. Have I been witness to the death of a human being, but without having any physical involvement? I'm not prepared to say. But <laughs> have I? I've never. Have I've I never stood, taken a life myself. <laughs> have I stood and observed the final breaths exiting the human a human body? And the look of terror that, that momentarily <laughs> skips across their eyes at the moment they realise this is it. It's game over. over. End game. Right. And then the harrowing death rattle in the back of their throat. Right. Apparently. Have, have I heard any of that? Have I seen that? Have I smelt it as they soil their <laughs> pants in one final act of indignity? Well... That's for me to know, and you perhaps to never know. And for me to say to you, mind your own fucking business, that sort of thing is very private. Have I then watched the recently deceased corpse be rolled up inside a carpet (laughs) and taken to the woods? And have I stood and ordered the digging of, let's call it, a shallow grave. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. Using Life's complicated sometimes. Using not shovels, but whatever was to hand at the time, including, <laughs> but not exclusively, <coughs> hands. Human hands. 
<laughs> books. Cassettes. Cassette boxes. <laughs> Anything with an edge. A, a cassette box of No Jacket Required by Phil Collins. Right. A, a, a jack for a car. Right. Hacking away at the soul of the tyre jack. Anything you can do. Anything you can lay your hands on. Use it. Quick. Quick. <laughs> Time's of the essence in a situation like that. Let me tell you. But anyway, this is all theoretical, of course. <laughs> <coughs> Take your boots off. You don't want to leave footprints in the mud. <laughs> Am I instructed a friend and teammate to file off his own fingerprints <laughs> on the way home? Maybe I don't, have. Lads, maybe lads, I have not. When you get home, don't forget to burn your clothes in the garden. Now, filing, I've shown you how to do this countless times before, Blackie. You file them <laughs> off. You get a big metal file, not like your wife's nail file. That won't fucking cut the mustard. I think it's what they call a bastard file. A bastard file. <laughs> and you just got to put your hand flat on the kitchen table and fucking run it across all five of your fingers, right? <laughs> Throw in your four fingers. All right, your four fingers and your thumb, whatever, you dickhead. Look, just keep fucking rubbing. And, yeah, it might bleed a bit, but trust you're gonna me. Need, you're going to need to stuff the, the sleeve of your jumper into your mouth because, God, you're going to want to scream. Ah, but, but it's got to be done. However nasty it gets, just ask yourself, what's worse, right? Some bleeding, <laughs> agonised fingertips or up to 30 years in strange ways. Shitting. <laughs> Shitting into a bowl in front of a perfect stranger. No. Nothing, nothing's worth that, Blackie, trust me. Those fingers, those fingers will heal. It won't take 30 years either. They'll heal. And when they've healed, you'll have a brand new set of fingerprints, because that's how it works. <laughs> they grow back different. Right. That's, and, you'll feel, and you'll have something more important than any of that, and it's called your freedom. Right. <laughs> And when you do take a shit, you'll be doing it in that lovely bathroom suite, right? That that, lo that lovely peach and avocado bathroom suite that you had fitted last year with your hard-earned money, right? Sitting in peace with the nice carpeted guard around the foot of the bowl, right? Sat there reading the Daily Express, laughing your tits off at Fred Bassett, right? <laughs> And, and the not, parishes. not sat on a freezing cold porcelain pot, staring into the eyes of a rapist, right, who is looking back at you unflinching, smoking a fucking roll-up while you try to call one out. No way. No, trust me. <laughs> That's not the life for you, Blackie. You wouldn't last five minutes anyway. Jalapeño. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Jalapeño. Not sure how we got to that, but it's becoming a regular feature of these episodes. And, I and don't forget, Blacky. Don't forget. Stop crying, Blacky. Right. Stop crying for one minute because I'm trying to help you here. Right. You've got to be strong. Hey, 
you've got to toughen up, right? Because we're in this now, and you're in it as deep as I am. And here's a little <laughs> fucking wake-me-up as well for you, right? If we do go down, I won't be there to look after you. No, because they'll put me in a special wing where they put all the celebrities and that, right? I'll be in the <laughs> VIP wing. Don't worry about that. You'll be on your Jack Jones, out amongst the normal prisoners. We're no Roy to stand up for you. You'll be all on your own. Can you imagine how awful that'll be? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so think about that. Think on <laughs> or you start fucking letting your mouth run away with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Boy, then. I don't want to hold a prison. <laughs> Boy, I don't know how it's come to this. Oh, why do you always keep telling me about prison, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to go. I promise. I promise I'll be quiet. You know yeah. how loyal I am, Roy. You're a good lad. Come here and let Roy give you a cuddle. <laughs> You're a good lad. There, there. Stop crying. That's enough. Now fuck off. Soon it'll all be over. <laughs> um, Roy has virtually sacrificed one of his own players. Guthrie almost choked with fury, and he fucking l- oh. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking runs towards Roy, jabbing his finger at him. It proves you've got it in for me. <laughs> and, uh, well, Roy mate, says, why didn't you? You didn't have to fucking chin that bloke, did you? Yeah. Well, that's a super brat for you, isn't it? Mm. Sorry, Vic, but you were asking for it. Now get going. Fucking hell, here you are. He says, you can say your piece after the game in my office. Me and you can go fucking toe to toe in the office. And you better bring your fucking dinner as well, because you'll <laughs> fucking need it. Once I fucking finish with you. Um. Guthrie storms off to the touchline, rips his shirt off and throws it at poor Taffy Morgan, the trainer, who's on the sidelines. It says, as the super brat stormed off... Have that, you Welsh can. <laughs> What's Taffy done? He throws it at him really badly. Oh, bloody hell, spells. What's the matter with you? Have that. What's that, you fucking Taff can? Who ran in your um, fucking cage? <laughs> Lampard in the crowd says he's thrown his shirt at Taffy Morgan what a terrible advertisement for football <laughs> <laughs> fuck off then go on fucking go and do something else go down and rugby then you prick money to fucking pontificate yeah why don't you go to the hell. fucking Chelsea flower show yeah <laughs> fucking hell what a terrible advertisement for football <laughs> oh no <laughs> 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 We're all going to be seen as social pariahs after this. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck off then. Roy, Roy's really got trouble on his hands now, says another one. And then, and Rovers are down to ten men. If City could score from the free kick, they'll be right back in the game. <laughs> hey, everyone stop fucking shitting yourselves, will you? It's fine. <laughs> We've had a little bit of fucking drama. It's all over with now. It's fucking Division 2, for fuck's sake. How hard can it be? And then uh, we have, over the page, they do take the free kick, but Charlie Carter, with his lovely new haircut, comes running out and punches the free kick clear. I don't really know how that's happened, because it looks like they were lined up to take a shot from the edge of the box. Um, Barnbury had a... a, The right edge of the box, there's two men over it. Uh, Melchester had a wall, or a line of men, as they call it. And somehow it ended up with Charlie Carter coming out and punching it out. And they've tried to chip it in instead of shooting. Create a line so, of men. 
they deserve everything they get, really. Uh, the ball carried to Jimmy Slade. Oh, they've gone right up the other end of the pitch. And Slade, he's away. Come on, the ten men. Oh, fucking hell. Come on, the ten men. And that's Blackie there who orders him. He says, left wing, Jimmy. <laughs> and who's on the left wing? Who's on the left wing waiting to receive it? Racy. Fucking racy. Of course it is. Slade, he does what he's told. Um, chips it across. There's Roy. And he's already over the halfway line. Take him out, City! Shouts one of the Barnbury defenders. But Roy didn't wait to be tackled. Another first-time pass planted the ball at the feet of Paco Diaz. They're just zigzagging the ball up the pitch here. Yeah. Um, hit it, superstar! Shouts another fat. Oh, God fucking hell. Hit it, superstar! Jesus Christ. Can you imagine sat next to this prick? Nah, oh, I mean, I know we regularly say this, but fucking hell. The Melchester fan base does. is the worst fan base in Britain. There, I've said it. Mm. And if you're a Melchester fan, listen, you've got the ump about that, I'd make no apologies. Support a different club. Do you think we have many Melchester fans listening? Yeah, them, yeah. <laughs> so, hit it, superstar. And, of course, Diaz does hit it first time. Left foot. Right into the top corner. And someone, not Diaz... Someone shouts, Ole! Goal! <laughs> Bit racist. And there it is, Melchester Rovers 3, Barnbury City 0. <clears throat> Fucking hell. Rovers added two goals through Roy and Blackie Great says, You don't even get to see them. You don't even get to see the fourth and fifth. They're not pissing about here. No, they're, 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 I can't be bothered they're, they're like us they're in a hurry to get to the next chapter because they know what's coming yeah exactly see what happens next that, David Skew's like that, I've only got three goals I can draw I can't draw five different do, goals I can do Edders I can do Racy's Rocket and I can do a curler from Paco Diaz other than that not interested <laughs> Paco Diaz by the Let's, way um, you know I've been reading the 70s annual and in it mm. one you get brilliant backstory stuff right and right. you in it they cover the signing of Paco Diaz over quite it's quite a big storyline because obviously in Is the it? 70s signing a Spaniard or any foreigner was a yeah. very big deal I mean it's extremely yeah. rare right so it's a huge story and it goes on over about three chapters maybe more is there a the, the, is there a donkey in it there's a lot of cat and mouse but <laughs> what's interesting I won't give too much away but Paco Diaz is an absolute global star. Like, he is presented almost like Cristiano oh, Ronaldo, right. right? He's fucking right. huge. And um, he's almost considered on a par with Roy. Not quite, but it's like... Yeah. He's a, he's a, and they play, his team, his Spanish team, um, play uh, Melchester in the UEFA Cup. And... And basically, what I think is interesting is when you read this backstory, is that now reading the 80s one, Paco, we see him score there. But let's be honest, Paco's a he's a cameo role. He's incidental, he's isn't he? He's an incidental really, yeah. cameo role, right? He's, he's a regular first-team starter, but he is no yeah. means the superstar of this team. And I, th- it, I think what's happened is Roy has ground him down. Yeah. Well, what's happened is this. Roy's had a look, seen someone else who he comes up yeah. against who's clearly as charismatic and as talented as him, if not more so, right? So he's thought, right, I know how I'll to deal with this, Blackie. Right. 
Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. What's this? Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do, Roy? Are we going to kill him and bury him in the woods? No. <laughs> no, shut up about that. Not. We're going to do something even better. I'm going to sign the cunt. Oh, I don't get it. I thought you hated him. Maybe I do, but maybe that's exactly why I want him working. It's going to be psychological, Blackie. Yeah. It's going to be psychological. He fucking signs him and then just belittles him. He's like, right, you work for me now, dickhead. Keep your head down. Cut out all the fucking <laughs> fancy stuff. And there'll be no commercial all deals either. Yeah. And stay off the fucking paella. <laughs> you fucking stinking the place up with your garlic or whatever you call that stuff. You fucking drench everything in that gear. It's disgusting. Here's what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to get him in here and I'm going to psychologically take him down piece by piece like disassembling a fucking jigsaw. <laughs> He'll be rattling around in a fucking box by the time I'm done with him. Just watch. It's going to take four years. He's dead, it'll happen. He's dead excited about joining. He thinks this will be the next step in his career. Huh. Wrong, dickhead. This is the fucking... This is a dead end for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will see to it that I fucking ruin your career here. <laughs> and I will make sure that the board pay any amount of money necessary so I can make sure you're here <laughs> under my fucking guidance. Right? <clears throat> it's exactly you'd what have thought. You'd have thought, Blackie. You'd have thought after we got relegated that there'd have been a, a line of clubs coming to sign him up, but no, none, because they've seen, they've got wind of what I'm doing. They know I, he's useless. I got him off the fucking Mediterranean diet and got him straight on the pie and chips, didn't I? So the cunts <laughs> put on a stone. He was fucking, he was fit as a butcher's dog when he turned up here from Spain. Now look at the state of him, fat con. <laughs> I've done that on purpose. So <laughs> So there we are. The relegation. I engineered all of that. I orchestrated the whole thing. So I'd look really fucking good in the second division. <laughs> I'm slowing down a You'll bit, see, Blackie. The thing is, I'm sick of all the couple fitness. Of years from now, couple of years from now, you'll see Kevin Keegan do the same thing at Newcastle. <laughs> second tier. Make himself look like a star. thing is, right, I'm running just to stand still with all this fitness crap since I've got past 30, right? So I figure, why not become a flat track bully? Get myself relegated, fill my fucking boots. <laughs> so they've won 5-0. Uh, we don't get to see all the goals. The full-time whistle brought an end to Barnbury's humiliation and the crowd is shouting, 5-0, 5-0, 5-0! 5 Hooray! We're on our way back to the first division! Yeah. We're on our way back to the first division! Rock on, Rovers! Shouts another fucking one. Hell. Fuck off! But Roy had a little time to celebrate Rover's stunning opening victory. He sees Taffy as he comes off the pitch. Taffy says, Vic's left the ground, Roy. I tried to stop him, but... Okay, Taffy, I'll ring him at home. Right now, there's got to be a showdown for the good of the club. I'll ring him. That'll sort it out. But Roy gets into his office and um, Ben Galloway is there. What are you he, doing in my Gallagher, office? He's the general manager, isn't he? General manager. Fucking meaningless Whatever job. That means. Fucking money for nothing, that is. He's a... I tell you what he is, he's a fucking suit, right? He's a fucking bureaucrat. There is nothing to it. I don't know what he's got over the fucking chairman, but that cunt is stealing a living here. And now he's in my fucking office using my fucking personal telephone. Well, this is it. There's a power player going on here. Roy walks in and goes, Ben! 
And Ben says, heard the telephone ringing, Roy. Oh, Ben's gone into oh, Roy's fucking office and fucking you. answered his phone. Yeah. Fucking, I, I answered your phone for you. You did fucking what? Roy needs to get one of them phones that's got a lock and key on that they used to have back in the old oh, days yeah. to stop teenagers making calls. Yeah. yeah. I remember people having those. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Imagine that now. You could have one of them for their mobile phones, couldn't you? Can I make a phone call, Mum? Yeah, I'll just unlock it for you. Hang on. <laughs> Can I send the text? Hang on, I've got to find the key no. first. <laughs> can I do a TikTok? You can if you can get inside that fucking safe. I've locked your phone in, Con. <laughs> so, Roy, I mean, you'd think Roy would have a lock on his, on his phone, but he hasn't. And uh, Ben says, heard the telephone ringing, Roy. Your wife Penny is on the line. And he says, sounds as if you might have an even bigger problem than Vic Guthrie on your own doorstep. Oh. And Roy just looks crestfallen. Can you see his face there? He's just, he looks like a frightened little puppy. I've never seen him like he, this. He says, oh, no, don't say she's about to run off to Crete again. <laughs> still, that's, still, that's still smart to oh, him, doesn't swear. it? I'm fucking getting highly suspicious she's got a fella over there. <laughs> don't, don't say I've got to fucking start cooking again. Ah, oh, fuck this. Do you remember how much he likes it, though, when she leaves him the first time round? At first, first, he loves it. The first it. two days, yeah. He loves it, yeah. doesn't he? Because he's just, like, doing whatever yeah. the fuck he wants. And then suddenly, suddenly the house is a mess and he stinks. And he's like, fucking hell, buddy, when are you coming back? Joke's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why he's got that face on him now, because he thinks yeah. it's going to happen again. It's the worst but thing. No, not, uh, not many things scare me in life. In fact, <laughs> nothing scares me in life, apart from one thing. The idea of having to do my own housework. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough to send the fucking fear of God into me, right? I don't fear death. No. I never have done. Why should I fear death, right? I've long suspected that I'm immortal anyway, so I've got nothing to worry about on that front. I don't fear prison, right? Because everyone knows if that race was in prison, I'd be the top dog anyway, right? I don't even fear anyone in my family getting sick, right? Because my attitude is, as long as I'm all right, I'm all right. But no, the missus fucking off and me having to do my own housework again. It's, I tell you what, that's a fate worse than fucking death right there. <laughs> but no, and it says at the bottom there, you can find out what Roy's latest problem is next week, and we will. We will. And, and fuck me, it's a big one. Probably the best bit in the book. So if you've liked it so far, stay tuned, because it's about to go up a level. Mark's out of 10 for that one. I think that's a nine for me. Yeah, nine. It's all yeah. going on the in Guthrie there. The Guthrie punch and the, and the Pete Lampard in really gets it extra marks. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, the, the threat of death and murder mm. and prison. Always strong. Um, we'll be back, yeah, we'll be back next week with the next one. And it's a scorcher, so tune in. Till then, just rest. TTFN. Oh.